started recording. Welcome back to the Tubby Bear podcast and this is episode 6. It's going to be titled Reselling and today's guest is the owner of Street Kickbox Streetwear, um, Sipo. Yeah man, uh, thanks, thanks Tabo, thanks for, for inviting me man, it's really mm. it's an honor, honor to be here and congratulations mm. on the podcast man, I hope you go on to do great things. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate all the support. And yeah, I mean, I wanted to bring you on because I like what you're doing with Kickbox Street, where I know you just recently celebrated 10k followers on Instagram. How does it feel? Yeah, man, it's it's been a long road, man. I can tell you. Um, mm. it, since when we we officially started uh, Kickbox, which was around uh, 2018, uh, beginning of 2018, mm-hmm. so. Kick, kick, kickbox has been there for yeah, a bit over two years now. So to reach 10k followers mm. now, it's it's really a you know a mm. testament to 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 people really recognizing uh, what we we're, we're bringing mm. to 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 the game. You know, so it, it really is is is, mm. is is a nod for us, and it 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 it, it, it you can actually see the benefits that come from that recognition. Mm. And yeah, and for the listeners who don't know who Kickbox Streetwear is, they're basically an online store where you can buy sneakers, clothes, and some apparel, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's basically it. We we we, we whatever um you can relate to streetwear. Mainly, we're talking at the moment. You know, our main products are sneakers. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and we're constantly looking at expanding that that product line you know so beyond sneakers we're looking at streetwear as well which we mm. have sold items off as well but our main focus at the moment you know as we grow the brand and the store um and mm-hmm. uh, is sneakers and i think you know um where we are right now we're in a good place in terms of you know the support that we're getting and people coming to us and knowing what they're going to get, you know. So mm. that's the brand we've tried to to build, try to be re- reliable and, you know, mm. help, help help people that really want to get their hands on um, items that they really, really want. So, no, that, that is good, you know, because I think with, especially I'm pretty sure you're, you know, about how in the, like the streetwear industry, like resellers are looked down at and there's some bad, like, I don't know, some people, um, like, don't really, I don't know, they just spread hate resellers, but I love what you've done with the Kickbox, um, Kickstart charity initiative. Can you tell us more about that? Um, so with with kickstart with kickstart what we set out to do you know we thought you know over and above just taking from uh, our customers you know just really making money from them we thought you know we we, we have managed to build a, a decent sized customer base uh, which mm. we can um, link up with those that are less fortunate and try to mm. see, how we can um, make a difference, you know, because you have a, we, we, we were coming across a lot of people that were not, that had no idea of 
what they could do with sneakers that they no longer really were using, you know. So we thought, mm. you know, maybe we can use that to make a difference with this vehicle we've kind of built. So we set out to create a, call it a, a separate wing. Uh, we called it mm. Kickstart. And we, man- we managed to collect close to 50 pairs, which is, 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 is you know, our goal was 50. We didn't reach it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the little difference that we made, I think it was extra special. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a good, I really like what you've done with it. And I think if maybe it can grow bigger, like let's say everybody, like let's say take Cape Kicks, Limited Run, and all the other guys could also chime in. Do you think that would be spreading a more positive message about like the resellers? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think, you know, the, 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 the if you think about it, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the number of people that the resellers are connected to um, mm. all across the country and some of the resellers even have links outside of the country yes uh, if you can bring all those numbers together imagine just imagine what a difference you you, sure. you can make you know so you know we, we 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 really wanted also to kind of influence other resellers as well to kind of mm. do a you know similar initiatives um you know mm-hmm. because with with everybody, you know, you can only wear so many sneakers. Some of them you yeah, true. or you're gonna give them away in any case. So why not be mm. you know, do it in a structured way? Yeah, I, I agree. Like even with me, uh this year, like I've yeah, I buy a lot of shoes. So there are yeah. times where even my siblings would just come and steal my clothes. So I'm like, okay, I need to because obviously I'm growing up and you know styles change or things which I like and don't like so it's so easy I think with people we're we associate more with I think the easiest thing to do because I struggled to find places like I found places like U-turn where you could give the thing but obviously I love what you did in the initiative where you're like okay you can just message us or email us on the instagram page then we'll come to you and just take the stuff and that makes a big difference because to your point i mean a lot of people they really either don't know what to do or it does become Mm. too much effort you know so there was a lot of um driving around to go and pick up the sneakers Mm. which we didn't mind doing because you know you really want to 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 lead by example so we created mm. this cause and we wanted to lead people by example and say look um you know we we will clean the sneakers at our cost we will collect mm. them at our cost because you know you gotta you gotta lend that lend the helping hand as well rather than us just taking you know we we thought mm. let us lead by example and contribute to to the cause also in 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 a way that's gonna help make the process easier so yeah, it worked out. And yeah, for the first for the first year, it it really worked out well. I have to say, uh, mm-hmm. we had a few generous individuals, and you know, it's it's really, you know, it was it, it, it was really good to see that there are some people that are really giving away um, some mm-hmm. really proper quality sneakers. You know, um, sneakers mm-hmm. that they still could wear, but you know, they were generous mm-hmm. enough to give them away. Yeah, that that I love to hear that from you and Sheesh. I mean, shout out to the guys who are giving good sneakers away. 
Yeah, I think for me, like, it depends because for me, I feel like as a culture, we're growing more greedy. Like, we're like, okay, you need to have more things, like, you need to have this, that, that. But I feel that we've moved because there were because how I was raised like even with my mom like when we buy anything like let's say I go to the store and buy juice or chips like we usually share it as a family but when you move because I'm from the Middle East like how how we do things is like we share a lot of things like whether it be cars not really clothes but like the general thing but coming here like obviously it's the same vibe but it feels that people are more territorial and not it's we kind of find it hard to come together like it's easier to come together when it's like riots and stuff but when it comes to putting money like the money where your mouth is it seems a bit more difficult yeah i i I couldn't agree with you more it's it's it 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 Mm. That that culture um, is 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 mm. is not quite there. You're, I, we we unite better when we're fighting against. I'm gonna call it a something negative. You know what I mean? And coming together yeah. for good, you do see that in pockets. Um, but I don't think we, mm. we we as a collective, you know, are able to put ourselves second even before trying to tackle things like. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you know homelessness and poverty and things like that, and I think um, mm. kudos to those that are doing it in those pockets and influencing others to kind of take responsibility for mm. what's happening in their communities and to try and make a difference, you know, because mm. there's a lot of people out there that need a helping hand, you know. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, I I agree. I think. For me, I think also that for the most part, I think it depends because I feel like people tend to give more when they, let's say, in inverted commas, become successful, get a bigger income. But there's so many stories of people who don't have that much and are still very generous. And those are the stories which like, I'd love to bring on the show. Yeah. Because exactly because you you can't wait until you've made it to kind of make a difference you know that mm. that little bit that you have someone else doesn't have you know um, mm. and it, it, you know that, that more often than not there's no harm in sharing you know what you what you have it can really really make a difference in someone else's life and their family you know um, it's all about mm. selflessness I think you. You know, as a person, you can only accumulate so much um, until really you have more than enough, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And would you, what would you say on, like, the current state of, like, the sneaker culture and essay? So, at the moment, I think um, I love what's happening with the culture in that it's it's really growing. So, for myself... When I first mm-hmm. really got, I'm gonna say, got back into it, because when when I was when I was young, I think um, I was into sneakers, and I went through a time where you know it was a matter of now you gotta buy them yourself, and not really uh... to, to to now. So between then and now, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a lot of um, very good energy um, in terms of the excitement around drops, 
and mm. there's a lot of variety you know the young young people are choosing more than just adidas and and and, and nike you know they they they're looking yeah. at other brands as well they're looking at um i'm gonna say ch- uh, cheaper sneakers as well and mm. um you know styling those up and and making them look amazing so I like that it's not just about expensive sneakers. It's about what mm. looks good as well. Um, th- that's obviously negative as well, you know. Um, um, they, 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 where they, they, the releases are limited in numbers, uh, there mm. can be some in a master G where, um, you know, where someone's not able to get the sneakers they want. But that's, that's part of the game, you know. We're not all going to get the players mm. we want. <laughs> You know, no. Otherwise, yeah, really be a market. Yeah, and and for me, I think you look at the reselling market, like in specifically China, it's like a very big, big thing. (laughs) Yeah, and it's growing here as well, man. I'm sure you've noticed. Mm. You know, gradually, like you find even, even, even. Yeah, and I look at our, our customer base is such a wide array of um, uh, people from different backgrounds. Uh, it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not always your typical sneakerhead. You know, usually when you mm-hmm. think in your mind, you're thinking <laughs> what a sneakerhead looks like. You're looking at a guy who's like in his teens and maybe uh, know, <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's changed a lot. You get you get, you know, there's a lot of ladies that are in the game as well, which, you know, they mm. don't get enough recognition in my in my view. There's mm. older people as well that are that really want to look good and they, they like, you know, sneakers mm. and they still collect. Um so yeah, it's very interesting. Like we've we've myself and the team have come across uh, you know, various kinds of individuals and very good people as well that support mm. us. That's, that's interesting to hear different demographics. So it's not like this what the um the crowd calls like the stereotype sneakerheads. More people, or maybe more than I could even imagine, into sneakers. Absolutely, and I think you get a taste of that when you go to the raffles and, and the drops. Um, mm. but beyond that, like you get you get people that are even outside of your your big cities. You know, outside of the metros. Um, mm. that are that are wanting to get their hands on on pairs. You know, we 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 getting orders from Durban, Bumalanga, Bloom, mm. uh, areas where you know they really don't have you know the the the, the stores that we have here in in the, in the big cities. So, um, the, the 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 culture is bigger than we understand. You know, mm. you will see only a bit of it. Uh, around you, mm. but it's it it spreads a lot wider across the country, and I I think as as it grows more and more, you'll see um, a a bigger uh, support base, and you'll see stores opening in areas you never thought they'd open they'd open up. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's good to good to hear, and with the sneaker stores, like I know. The only sneaker store I know of is obviously Court Order. Do you think we're going to see any sneaker stores like within, let's just say, three to five years? So that's that's a very interesting question, uh, bro, because mm-hmm. um, 
renting uh, retail space is becoming increasingly mm. expensive. Um, so, so you know, when you see you know um, resellers like court order with with a a, a store, you know, you you mm-hmm. you have to respect that because it does mean that you know the business model is intact and they actually mm-hmm. are able to successfully kind of run the business. Um, so unless unless you know uh, retail space and cost mm-hmm. kind of um, start to maybe decrease a little bit or kind of stay a bit stable, um, mm. I don't think a lot of um, resellers will be opening up a, 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 a you know, oh, yeah. an actual store. But mm. with that said, there's a lot of benefits that come from having a physical store because a lot of people want mm. to kind of touch the product and feel it and, yeah. and, and get the comfort that you exist, you know, that there, there is a mm. kickbox you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a scam or you know, because there's a lot mm. of those as well. Because yeah. online has allowed us uh, to to create uh, brands uh, using your phone or your laptop. You know, so mm. do I think you'll see more stores opening in, in the next three to five years? Honestly, I don't. I don't see it, man. I see the business model changing to more, more of a virtual kind of. Um, selling space as we mm. get more and as we trust um you know online shopping more and more we'll get more comfortable mm. and that's going to be how how life is i think yeah that's not, that's just that's just business you know less you want to drive your costs down and mm. increase your revenue yeah i i think i do agree with you on that because when i think of it like let's say a store like take a mall, for example, like people renting out a space in the mall, even that's expensive, but usually they're like built up brands, like let's take Incredible Connection, Total yeah. Sports, those guys have been in the game for a while now. If let's say I were to open a sneaker store and just open a store, like let's say on our first day of the launch, that would be crazy, but it's kind of hard to say that I'll be successful because opening a store obviously takes a lot. So if you're not making the money, it yeah. may not be the right direction. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, to to your to your point, you know, you're never gonna compete with the giants. I think, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 <laughs> the Titans. How how it is? They've got much more financial muscle. In a bad month, they can mm. cover that that rent. Uh, you on the other hand, you might struggle a little bit. Or, you know, you might be forced to close down. So yeah. this is, 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 is tough, man. Even some of the big guys are having issues, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, so I've it's, seen it's in really... America that store, Macy's, I think, they're closing down. They had, like, a big sale. Yeah. Macy's. It's, it's, it's sad to see, you know, some of the big guys kind of closing down. But mm. it it's maybe another opportunity to kind of look at other ways of reaching your customers you know a different mm. way of engaging them because the world is changing mm. it's, it's true changing. look at where we are now with, with the COVID-19 <laughs> and the lockdown you know we yes, never, yes, yes. Ever, ever thought we'd be where we are right now 
now the, the mm-hmm. stores, well, now they're opening up, but the stores were sitting idle for some time, you know? But if mm. you were online, you were probably selling, uh, you were still maybe able to still sell, although you can deliver after, but your business doesn't stop yep. running online, you know? Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, so so with that in mind, do you think the I don't think many stores, but do you think the stores which let's say didn't have an online platform like struggled through with the COVID nineteen situation financially? I'll, I'll, I'm I'm myself. I'm actually fortunate enough to be. I have a I have a full time job, so I work as a I work in the banking industry. And mm. I'm, I'm able to see how various businesses are struggling. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh, so, so behind the are, scenes. Yeah. A lot of them that are struggling okay. are because they don't have an online uh, presence. That's part of it. The business, ha- basically, if mm. you shut down your doors, you've shut down. There's nothing you can. Like everything is closed. Exactly. Um, so closing yourself off to that kind of, it really limits your reach, you know. Um, and some businesses, that's just the nature of it. Not every business can be online, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's just a, an example of how you, you, if you do have the opportunity to reach a different audience in a different way, then you should try to because you might get, you might, you might, you, you might, your business might find yourself in itself in trouble where mm. you could have found another way to continue to run the business if you'd explored other ideas or other avenues, you know? So mm. it's, it's a tough world out there. Yeah, it's true, man. Tough world out there. And with the reselling in South Africa, like where do you think it's headed towards? Like do you see us being in like America position or we still have like some way to go in South Africa? Um, quite, quite, quite honestly, I think, you know, we in, in any, in any, in any sort of thing or any environment, if someone already has a head start, they're kind of mm. always going to be ahead of the curve. And mm. if we're being honest, the, the culture is determined a lot by what comes from the, the yeah, US. America. You know? <laughs> so we, we're still in the very, very early stages and we're growing, um, Mm. And, and you know the culture here, yeah, that is. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm seeing, um, is that we are creating a, our, I'm gonna call it our own culture. So there's a, there's mm. a flavor, a South African flavor that's kind of slowly coming into it. There's a lot of mm. influence from from overseas, but you know we're seeing a lot of our own kind of brands kind of stepping forward and saying, but you know you could try my brand as well, you know, it's maybe mm. uh, just as, as cool, if not more cool, even though the other brands have more influence, but, you know, yeah. it, the market itself is is opening up because, you know, like I mentioned before, people are trying cheaper stuff and, and making that look mm. cool as well. Yes. Um, so our, our culture is growing uh, and it's going mm. to gonna get bigger but what you're gonna see is more of a south african flavor i i i think as it grows mm. yeah i i agree and i'll just throw in my 
like <laughs> because I've lived in seven different countries and mm. usually in the Middle East and let's take Europe like over there their trading policy like shipping you can it's basically more catered to their market but over here like getting anything from America into the country <laughs> I'm I'm sure you know about the struggle like it's impossible and the tax shoot so like you're kind of forced to look for uh, yeah you're already laughing you're kind of forced to like look local because if i had to bring out like let's say gucci or common projects from overseas i'm probably going to pay like twice the sneaker on shipping or the duties tax and duties yeah exactly and it, it's frustrating because sometimes you really want that item and the only way mm. to get it is to bring it in. But True. it costs you almost mm. twice the price. Then you're thinking, geez, maybe I am forced <laughs> to look local. <laughs> you know? So yes, it, yes, 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 yes. It, it's really, really frustrating. And that's maybe one of the things that holds back the culture, mm. you know? Um, but yeah. you've got to also understand why, you know, that to be fair to the government as well, you've got to understand why mm. what they would have those kind of restrictions. If we were able to bring mm. anything sure. that we want overseas. Yeah. No one would we wouldn't buy our own stuff. We wouldn't support our mm. own our own and you know that local have its own consequences. You know, so it's, it's yeah, a, I agree because I've been looking at some different things. Like I'm also into cars and I was speaking with the car guys like, yo, why isn't the Dodge Hellcat in the country? But then I understood, like, if we, the market was more open, like, all these dealerships, stores, they could easily go out of business. Oh, exactly. Very quickly. And but I, I love I, mm. I love the Hellcat, by the way. I wish I could bring it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bring it to SA. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. You know, it's tough. So, you know... Do do I see that changing? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. And it's it's good mm. for us, I think. Overall, if yes. you look at the big picture, um, it it you know what we what we get is what we get in terms of the the, yeah. the stuff that does come into the country. And you know, uh, for those that are not fortunate enough to go overseas, it's it's mm. gonna have to be. You know. Yeah, and you mentioned that more people are gravitating towards cheaper sneakers why do you think that's happening mm, i think there's a number of reasons right that the the, the and that's a that's a very good question like the first mm. thing i can think of is obviously times are getting harder and harder you know more mm. people that could afford more in the past cannot afford the mm. same that's that's the first mm-hmm. thing uh, second thing is that the quality of the cheaper stuff is mm-hmm. is not as bad as people thought before. You know, you think I'm getting yeah. quality at a cheaper price, not just you know an, an overpriced item which uh, can give me the same quality as something cheaper. So people have have learned mm-hmm. to kind of um, buy within their means, but also mm-hmm. be able to get to find the quality uh, uh, for the money that they're getting. And mm. the third thing I think is, is because people are just 
um, I think that the, the designers and the creators are, are, are they've they've kind of now found that sweet spot to say, but this market is not catered for. Let's let's mm. close that gap. And I think that's those are the reasons people are starting to kind of go for cheaper stuff. And I think I think it works. You know, they, we need kind of mm. like diversity in terms of you know the different brands and what people are buying uh more you know if you have you have more range and diversity there then then you know more people can benefit you know from, mm. from that yeah can create more yeah i agree employment and, and yeah and, and i do have a good example like with the kanye and adidas situation like you take Adidas, let's take the Stan Smith and the yeah. the Adidas superstar. Like Adidas pumps out like a ton of shoes. I believe it's like four billion somewhere in that area, and the Yeezy line is probably like ten percent of what they manufacture like a year. Yeah. So, I think it's more sustainability in my opinion because if you think of it like. Take Ferrari, for example, or or Porsche, who's owned by a v, the VW group. Those yeah. The cars are super expensive, and there's only like so many people who can afford it. Whereas you take the Corolla, the VW Polo, like oh, everybody got it. So it's kind of hard to keep on manufacturing like high-end stuff and then make a profit. So that's why you see a lot of these car manufacturers even sneakers for example like it's hard to have your own thing because the costs are like crazy i think you you hit the nail on the head um you hit the Mm. nail on the head because uh the the company still needs to survive it's not going to survive over the over just selling yeezys you know there's a lot Mm. you you look at adidas it's got a, a wide range of of sneakers including trainers as well they're probably mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna guess they're probably some more trainers than than anything else because i mean yeah pretty much everyone wants needs a, a, a pair of trainers you know to either walk in or run in or whatever they want to do so it's, mm. it is about sustainability you know and, and keeping the brand alive i think those are those those, those sort of uh, the, the the ones that are considered to be uh, cheaper or looked down on i think they mm. keep your brands alive and, and and moving you know and it for me it speaks also to to reselling as well because um, mm. even in there there's different markets you know there's mm. there's really the super expensive hype you know true and whatever comes after it you know so you know, if someone's looking into getting into it, you know, there's a lot of people that aspire to get into it, but they want to start off selling the super expensive mm. hype. Um, it's true. It's not always practical. Uh, it doesn't make sense, especially if you don't have the financial muscle to do that. Mm, capital. Yeah, so that's just a bit of advice that I give people that ask me. Um, How to get know, into I, reselling. Yeah, you... you, you if you don't have the financial muscle, you, there's no way that you're going to be selling just off-white um, mm. uh, Nike Nike collabs. You know, it's just, mm. it's not, you're not going to be able to do that. You know? 
Yeah, and I think even with selling hype stuff like that, I think as even for me, I don't really resell, but yeah. like you really have to be a credible source, I'd say, because like you get a lot of fakes, and even when you have, it is legit. It's gonna be hard for someone to fork out that much money because like there are a lot of scams out there. That's it. That's it. And hmm. and and. That's that's really what the game is about, right? And I'm sure you can attest to this, Tavos, that mm. that trust is everything in the game. You know, if yes. you if you if you can't be trusted, you 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 might as oh. well just stop selling. You know, so your reputation mm. is is everything. You need to protect that. You need to make sure you deal with credible um, sources and suppliers, mm. um, and not kind of compromise on that at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, sheesh, like it, not even just reselling, like whether it's going to school and thing, you hear stories of kids, yeah. you know, getting into a fight or saying something on Twitter and then getting kicked out of school. So it is. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's an important lesson you're highlighting there because, um, you know, your, your reputation, you can, you can lose that in a second. Mm. You can lose that in the bed. You can build it over many years and just lose it overnight. So, yeah. if anything you do, you want to protect that. Um, yeah. And in this game, like that's also that's the that, that's the most difficult part: getting people's trust, yeah. um, and getting that recognition. Because I, I I'll be honest with you, it gets easier. You know, the more you have people yeah. that trust you and more people backing you. Yeah, um, it it brings credibility to the brand that you, you you would really appreciate, you know, as you grow. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> trust, man. And yeah, that just shows the testament, man. 10K on IG. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot Jeez. of hard work, man. You know, and I just also mm. really want to shout out the team because you know, a lot of people, they get to interact with me personally. Uh, mm. but you know, in terms of where the brand comes from, so it's myself and uh, my my wife, uh, we build mm. and we've got my sister as well, who was who helped build the brand, if you will. So the visual aspect of it, um, mm. we we brought in also just uh, another uh, um designer. I'm gonna call it just to give us a new look and feel. And uh, mm. yeah, it's 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 incredible the, the team and the energy that's that's that that mm. we have right now. It's very positive, um, mm. and we support each other a lot. So everyone's playing a different mm. role, you know, and we're all strong okay. in a different role. And yeah, so how well how important would you say the team was? Like whatever was going on behind the scenes and designating like certain roles. Would you say like contributed to the, your success? So it's it, it it's it's I'll I'll be honest with you it it's it's uh-huh. tough because because um not not a lot of people appreciate what goes on behind the scenes so we have to support yeah. each other a lot because sometimes you post something which you think will get like uh even just for you know, for the brand you know you think it's gonna get like yeah. five hundred likes. A thousand likes uh, and you get 50. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what's, uh, what's, yeah. 
you know what's going on we spend like two weeks on this thing you know three weeks and you know, what's going on man? you you invest in in a in a, in a certain uh 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 pair uh or you know a certain mm. style and then it doesn't sell you know so yeah the core of it is giving each other moral support to say you know um it's just maybe not the right time or you know, mm-hmm. there's elements that we don't yet understand, but we have to keep going. You know, it's a, mm. it, 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 you can't kind of stop now. You know, we know what the goal mm. that, that, that we have in mind and we just need to keep supporting each other and, and, mm. and, and marching forth towards that goal. So the, the unity and the moral support between each other is very important. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a very beautiful thing you have there, just shouting out. Shout out to the Kickbox Streetway team, man. I think for yeah, me, yeah. a lot of, <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of like big brands, I think they miss the mark on like the team and what goes on behind the scenes. Because take the radio industry, for example, like if I were a host of a radio station and I'm not bringing X amount of numbers, they'll kick me out. So I think if you have a solid behind the scenes structure support system, I think you can really like go places, even if let's say it may not be yeah. as flashy as like one million on Instagram, but you can get somewhere with like solid support. Exactly, man. And that's, that's also what I want to just touch on, like the support, you know, there wouldn't mm. be, you know, any brand wouldn't exist without the support and the, and the people that believe in it, you know. So just, just I just want to take that opportunity to thank everyone that's, you know, ever bought from us or liked a picture mm. or even just asked a question, you know. It just let, lets us mm. know that we exist and that we mm. are making, um, you know, a, a, a difference in some way or the other and how, and, and actually helping people to get their hands on what they, they they want. So, you know, just, you know, I just want to express gratitude to everyone that's ever been in any way part of, part of uh, kickbox, you know, and supporting. So shout out to all the followers and people that, yes, yes. that buy from us and just really recognize us. You know? And yeah, really, really grateful for that. Hmm. And this leads us on to the next question. Where do you see like kickbox streetwear going? Like, do you have any surprises in store? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a difficult, difficult question, right? Because we always, um, we mm. know that, you know, the ultimate goal is really, you know, in, 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 in anyone that goes into business, what they want to do is be the best. Mm. You know, they want to be yes. a household name amongst uh, their peers so you know we have the mm-hmm. greatest respects for the big resellers that are out there that have been doing it uh, the guys that helped us really to model mm-hmm. ourselves around what they've done you know shout out to them um, so we're just trying to build every mm-hmm. day bring new ideas and 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 grow grow the brand but ultimately you know we mm-hmm. want to be um, the brand that everyone thinks of first and foremost when they're thinking gee i didn't get the kicks i want uh right. where can i go mm. you know and where am i going to be mm. treated fairly and where am i going to get 
um, really, you know, quality stuff. And we just, we really want to, wanna, we want that number one spot, man. So you're going to see a lot of energy coming through on our social media website, you know, and outright just being out there, even at the, you know, I'm going to say our sneaker conventions, mostly, you know, your sneak exchange. Yeah, sneak exchange. Yeah. You're going to be seeing us out there. So we're very excited of what's mm. come, you know, I'm going to say 2021 mm. because 2020 is being, uh, <laughs> <in a> way, <laughs> she... yeah, bro, 2020. Yeah. This yeah. COVID-19 thing, like I had so many plans, like for me, I'm privileged enough to travel like every year, like three times. So this year, I don't think I'm going to be going out the country. <laughs> hey, 2020. It's unfortunate, eh? It's unfortunate, but mm. you know. I, I nah, but I mean, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's even with the COVID thing, I think it it just shows you how privileged we are and yeah. like with everything gone like let's say barbers you can't yeah. i mean you can go outside but you can't like leave the house when you want to <laughs> but yeah man <laughs> all those small things right you you appreciate your barber more mm. you know you know the yes. guys in your garden <laughs> uh, you know the, the guys mm. in the store you know it's just it, this is it's it's it, it i think it was a blessing in a way you know um and it's unfortunate mm. for you know that people have passed on you know um mm. condolences to their families but i think in a way we yes. we have to come out stronger out of this and as better people mm. you know um, that's true yeah we just need to be i think it's about coming out as better people more than anything you know Mm. Um, we can't we can't be as we were before we went into this it wouldn't make any sense Mm. yeah yeah i agree i think something is gonna change i do not know what because even with my lifestyle like i've always had a busy schedule like i'm doing things all the time now i'm stuck at home taking it easy but then again i think something i don't know but something is gonna change Mm. Yeah, I think that is very important because now, like, I finished matric last year and I'm coming into uni and everything's just been quick, quick. But now it's always good to have, like, those down moments where you take a step back. Yeah, exactly. Now you have to face yourself and think, gee, what have I been doing? Does it work? How can I change it? And, 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 and do something else, you know. And um, I, I've been listening to quite a lot of people talking on, on social media about mm. really even in this period, we, we may be stuck in our homes, but we need to think about how we can we can get, you know, be come out of it better. But in terms of the resources available, whether we're maximizing on that as well and how we can better use them, Um so it's mm. a, a lot of introspection that's happening, and it's 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 absolutely awesome to see. Mm. Oh, COVID nineteen, bro, sheesh! You know, people <laughs> were. I listened to another podcast, and they're saying like they lived through nine eleven, 
and now you've got COVID-19. Everybody's like, yo, I never thought I'd live through this or see the world like this way. It's crazy, right? It's it's crazy. It, it, it's, mm. it's events like this that, that kind of shock you because you go through your normal life. Mm. I never, ever thought I'd be part of something like this where it's like, you know, when you have kids later, you, you're kind of telling them, like, you know, we, we once had to be indoors for, like... <laughs> A long time, it's like a, a movie or something, you know. But it's it's mm. it's our reality right now. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's something you never would have imagined, you know. Um, mm. So yeah, it's 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 it, we're dealing with it well, I think, as a country. Mm. Um, so I hope you know we really really come out of it a stronger nation and as as better better people. I think like South Africa is doing pretty well, but yeah. it's only I think the Western Cape where the numbers like I've been watching the news, the numbers seem to be like up and down, up and down. You're looking like, a bit I think scary. the Western Cape is the epicenter. Sheesh, my um, Western Cape. Yeah, it's 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 it it is scary, and it's uh you know I, and and you know to to everyone there in the Western Cape, you know, we wish them all the best. You know? mm. We we yes yes we, we you know it's it's always um it's always concerning because you hope that you know no one really loses their life. Uh, but mm. shout out to the government for actually taking the initiative and trying to tackle this thing, take it take the bull mm. by the horns and. And really, yes. you know, even if you tested positive, try and get you back to recovery. I think that's such a crucial mm. thing. You know, it's not a death sentence, so to speak. Um, mm. So I, I really think they're doing an important, important um, thing by tackling tackling this thing head on. Yeah, I think the government has done a good job, but I, I want to hear your take on this. This might be controversial, but like, what are your yeah. thoughts on them taking back the, like, not selling the cigarettes and alcohol? Because I've seen that that industry is big and they make like the tax money. The guy was saying like somewhere between one billion, like, and that was just like a week or a month. So that was like. You, it's very, it's a very controversial topic, right? But, and there's mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna say there's no right or wrong answer because it's it's really a double edged mm-hmm. sword here. If if the yes, government, yes, yes. Ki- if the co- government kind of allows it, um, it's going to look, you know, equally as bad as it does now, where they've kind of banned it. Also, it mm-hmm. is resulting in a lot of uh, revenue loss and you know, more than likely job losses as well, yeah, uh, which is not good for us. And whether we like it or not, there's also the element of people that depend on uh, cigarettes. You know, they, they, some people yeah, it's are true. addicted to it. And it must be painful for them going through through mm. that. You know, it's easy for us who don't smoke to say, just quit. Yes. You know. It's, it's, yeah, then they're going cold turkey. Yeah, like, you know, unexpected. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, there's so many elements and there's no, you know, there's so many answers, but a, a perfectly mm. right and a perfectly wrong answer. Um, mm. We don't have that. Like, the world is just complex. And I, I, yeah. I, I my heart goes out to the, those guys that are struggling to kick the habit, you know. Mm. 
And my heart goes out to the government as well because their job is not an easy one as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a tough call because I mean for me I don't drink and smoke so I can be I'm fine but yeah. for the person who like drinks on the regular smokes on the regular I could only imagine like they they did like, um approve of the sales I know in the western UK but yeah. then they like blocked everything so I don't know if you saw the videos where like the kids were going crazy at the stores like they were hitting the thing <laughs> at the store windows and they're trying to break in <laughs> i saw that it, it worried me because yeah, you saw it. <laughs> it worried me because you know i i uh, as much as i i i sympathize with people that really want to drink i i i i don't know if anarchy is the way to to go in terms of you know now mm. you want to go and break down a store or what have you for whatever reason so I'd like to believe that there's like criminal elements there that want to kind of push that agenda. Uh, but I, mm. I, I strongly, you know, discourage that kind of behavior and especially from young people, you know, I would hope mm. that the older people are leading the young people to say, this is not how you, you should behave. It's not the right way to, to, to do, to do things, you know, you don't resort to violence or destruction it's just not how we want it's not the world we want to create because if we pass it on to our kids and they pass it on to their kids Mm. imagine what the world would look look like in a few generations yeah that's true i think with essay like with the violence thing and the riots i think we have a long way to go because i think We've made violence like the norm. Like think of the Nene situation, the UCT fees must fall, the day zero. Like things have been getting out of hand. So it's it's gonna be hard to turn things around. But we need we need another way, not violence. Sure, I I absolutely agree with that. I think you know as much as we kind of see violence as being something that works, I don't I don't think it's the right way to do things or a solution you know because again i think as as someone you know like if a five-year-old's watching tv a 10-year-old and they see that they think it's okay you know and they grow up thinking violence is okay and next thing you find yourself with a 20 25 year old who thinks violence is okay and then that keeps going so we must think about as corny as it sounds, just think about the kids and how we behave. You know, mm. are we leading them or are we are we leading them in the right direction or are we leading them astray? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you because when you get to my age, I'm 19. Like I speak with a lot of different people and there are a lot of different opinions, but it's very hard to sit down a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old and tell them like, yo, hey, what you're doing is wrong and harp on them. Because, you know, it's yeah. like with kids, like let's say I was a five-year-old, you can mm-hmm. scold me and I'm, I'll have to listen. But with a 19-year-old, he like listens and then like he's out the door. So it's like a take it or leave it situation. Exactly, exactly, man. It's, it's tragic because at that age, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's sad to think that it, it's too late at that age. You hope they'll, they'll, they'll mm. you know, I, I, I'm going to say a 20-year-old is going to be able to change. But by then... Mm. A lot of what they've now become 
is part of their DNA. Um, mm. where you know they could have you they could have been molded at a at a younger age. You know, and, and that's why mm. sometimes it's hard to even reason with your peers. Where you know it's a matter mm. of you know you say the sky is blue and they want to argue otherwise because well yes. in their mind <laughs> how things things are. So it's it's we we need to just think about. What the, you know? What what kind of nation or what kind of world we we're creating, um, and what are we passing mm. on to those that come after us? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's a good point, and I'd say that I think it's because for me, like with the lockdown, and I go to uni, obviously, like I went, I stay at an apartment in Oxford, but now I'm back with family in Takai. And it was so funny just cooking with my mom, like just learning new tricks because I was making like tomato soup and I would always took like take forever to cut the tomatoes. And I'd, I'd ask my mom like, yo, how can I do it quicker? And she's like, you're doing it too perfect. Just cut it this way, that way and throw it in. And with that, that simple trick, like what took me 20 minutes to cut tomatoes, like now I'm doing it in five minutes. So. It just shows you, man. I may be nineteen, but you know, I'm still learning from like my mom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I like what you touched on there. Is in your mind, you thought you'd have to cut it perfectly, and at the end of the day, you know, mom understands that it just goes in the pot. Uh, You're talking more around the flavor (laughs) of it, or of it all. And for me, Mm. it's so important. It it goes to something that's, you know, really important to me in that there's a lot that we can learn from people that are either more experienced or older than us. Mm. Um, And we take that for granted because, you know, that, um, you know, even if you're talking mentorship, that's why mentorship is so important in that you learn Mm. so many things that you wouldn't necessarily have to go through yourself before you learn Mm. it. Um, so you know, and and it it should go both ways. We should try and seek that that knowledge, um, but mm. people that are older should also try and share it as well because it is there's so much power in knowledge, so much mm. power. And we, we, yeah, it's we, true. Yeah, and you know, for me, I read books and listen to podcasts, and what I love is that how much is out there, like with YouTube and the internet, yeah, and it's beautiful because you don't have to sit through the experience like just think about it i've traveled to six countries you don't have to travel to six countries just listen to me and yeah. you get like a, a rough view of it and that's beautiful that's just i guess the power of the internet man it's exactly and you know i, I think what you're doing right now uh Tabo, you know at your mm. age um you know i think back when i was your age i think I don't mm. think I, I wouldn't have even fathomed doing something like this, but because mm. of the, the information that's out there and 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 what you now understand, you're able to do, you're able to create your own podcast and build your audience and mm. approach people and yes. talk to you. It's 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 huge, man. I don't, I, you know, and I hope you get mm. that, and I hope you keep keep growing, man, because what yeah. you're doing is 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 is, is I, I see it as something that's going to get, you know, big, you know, and uh, mm. shout out to you. Shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man, I think, yeah, the, today I was just sitting down and I was just thinking like, you know, how many p- 
people got an opportunity to put their work out there, like even with Instagram and the podcast, for example, like a, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Just think about I can put my work out there. Mm-hmm. So just that is, yeah, that just that, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, if this goes somewhere, I mean, it's just like a cherry on the cake. Yeah, yeah, and. and- the fact that you're able to build that and, and reach those different platforms and um, set yourself up in the way that you have, I think you, you, you've, you've used the resources around you for, for, for good, man. And I hope you, you apply that in other aspects of your life as well. Um, and also mm. that you, you share, you know, I think that's, that's critical. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, I think for me, yeah, I always try to share because I found out that not many people want to share, but it, I don't feel like it's a good thing, but it's more how you're raised. So I'm trying to share my info and it doesn't hurt, you know what I mean? Because sharing is a good thing. But hmm. I've heard that like with social media and stuff, like we're promoting more violence people who are not sharing like you know the whole self-made thing and it's beautiful what you said about the team like you had to work together to like make the company work yeah 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 and exactly and we 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 see social media being used irresponsibly you know to promote that kind of Mm. thinking Uh, such a powerful tool we use it to promote um negativity you know i i I log on to 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 twitter often and i see the negativity Mm. there and it 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 really disappoints me uh twitter Mm. or instagram it it disappoints me because one we create a picture of um that it's easy to 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 get things and be wealthy and things like that we also create the impression that it's okay to be mean to others and to to make fun of or you know mm. um just just negativity and again you have young people that are are watching that you know and and such a powerful tool we could use it to spread positivity every mm. day i don't see a lot of positivity on these uh social mm. networks and that's that's sad because it's it's a reflection of what's happening in society to be honest we 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 we, we are we're raising a lot of neg- uh, people with a negative outset and whether it's their fault or not that's debatable um but i mm. think we can all kind of be more responsible and be more positive mm. uh in, in how we use these platforms yeah i agree and for me like whatever I do with my life, like my mom has always been my biggest inspiration because like she always, I think she passed down like a smile because even you look at my name, Tabo means happiness and I'm the type of guy who smiles a lot, but I don't <laughs> smile. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's just a shameless plug to mom, but I don't yeah. smile because I want the attention. I always smile because... I've been given a good opportunity, I'm healthy, and people are watching me. So I smile because I'm doing the right thing, and I'm trying, 
I'm just trying to put a positive word out there because like take whatever industry you're going into, let's take movies. The people, if I put out a good review about a movie, nobody's going to watch it. But if I bash the movie, I was like, oh, Seven the Line was a bad movie. Don't watch a sitcom, not the movie. Everybody would be looking and be like, oh, okay, we need to watch this guy. So drama is exactly. more popular than like positivity. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it goes back to that notion that, you know, people like to, 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 to say that, you know, bad, bad news or negativity kind of sells. Just because mm. we've made that acceptable, I think, you know, what you touched on in terms of being yourself and being happy and spreading mm. that positivity, someone sees you yeah. and sees that and they want to be positive and, and happy and have a, have a, have yeah. Outlook on life, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. Because I think for me, like my, <laughs> I used to have two different goals. Like growing up, I was like, yo, I want the Lamborghini, I want the Ferrari. But now I'm doing like, yo, I'm just trying to be happy, because yeah. even with the degree I'm studying, like, I I didn't even research. I just looked at it and I was like, okay, I want to do this. Then I researched how much money I could make off it. And I was like, shoot, that's a lot. But then I was <laughs> like, I mean, you can be making a ton of money. And you've heard, I've heard a ton of yeah. stories of like rich people committing suicide, very famous actors. And that, that just scares me because you think that when you make it, and you have like a secure income you everything is fine but it's not the case anymore exactly exactly and we've seen far too many of those examples where you're thinking but this guy's super rich you know why would he want to mm. end his life you know um and you you know that the the the, the it, it goes to what you were saying around people really seeing um you know, just the, the, that energy around um, that fact that it's easy to make money. So we create that impression and that it'll make you happy. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the more, for me, it just feels like the more money you have, the more you want and you just keep chasing. Mm-hmm. You don't really take yep. time to, to to be happy or really get to know those around you or to enjoy that mm-hmm. money. You want to stack it up. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really travel or spend it and enjoy your life. So then what's the point? You know, what's the point of mm. stacking your money when it's not really helping you to uh, a more fruitful life? Um, so yeah, yeah, it's true, happy. man. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it's been good having you on the show. Look at the time. We're over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, thank, thank you man it's been it's been amazing yeah. going into it i was i was pretty nervous you know because you don't you don't really know what you're gonna say you hope you don't yep. say the wrong thing so <laughs> obviously the brand's on the line <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made it so easy man i'm really uh grateful for that and thank you for having mm. kickbox on the show man and once yes. again just shout out to you uh shout mm. out to you know the team behind kickbox and shout out mm. to, to the customers and everyone who's listening who's going to listen to the to the to the podcast, podcast. thank you for taking the time uh really mm. really appreciate it 
Yeah, it's been an honor having you on the show, and yo, we we're gonna watch out for you, man. Kickbox Streetwear. Thank you, champion. You've also got uh, one new follower, so I'm gonna be following the podcast closely. Hey, thanks, man. Take care, brother. Yeah.